Hi, I'm Deb Crow, and welcome to season two of the Heart Centered Leadership Podcast. This is a podcast where we connect, learn, and laugh together with strong leaders from all over the globe. Here, you will learn from peers you haven't even met yet. You will gain new tools to add to your leadership toolbox. Because whether you're a C-suite executive or a first-time entrepreneur, we all contend with challenges and there's always room for improvement if we choose to seek it. So please pull up a chair and listen in. This is the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. You know, a few months ago, as I was preparing for season two, I thought it was really important to integrate a new segment on the podcast And I wanted to meet youth leaders all around the globe. So I'm excited to bring you this month's youth leader. Her name is Tegan, and she's eight years old. And I have known this young girl since she was born. And I've watched her grow into a lovely young lady. And I know she's turning eight. And I think it's happening, I think, this weekend, if I'm not sure. So we're going to talk to her about some of her thoughts around leaders and leadership. So Tegan, welcome to the show. It's fun to be on a show on the computer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So you got a birthday coming up this weekend. Yes. I think it's maybe next weekend. I don't know. I think it's August 15th, right? Yes. So I'm not sure. I'm going to have to check with our producer. So we may be doing this right before your birthday or right after, but Happy early birthday. Thank you. Can you believe you're turning eight? No. Gone by pretty fast, hasn't it? Yeah. So I want to ask you some questions around leadership. Would that be okay? Yep. Okay. So tell me what you think, in your own words, what it means to be a leader. Um, to be kind to other people. That just makes my heart and my face smile. Your number one thing about being a leader is being kind. Why do you think it's important to be kind as a leader? Because nobody will think you're a leader if you're not kind. And kindness, would you say kindness is a strength to have as a leader or a weakness? Strength. It is a strength because if someone's being really nice to you and being kind and you're working for them or with them, it makes you want to really do a good job regardless of what you're asked to do. Would you agree? Yes. I'm really happy that you think that's the number one quality to have as a leader. And you're only eight years old. That's pretty amazing. So what do you think leadership the word leadership means. Hmm. Do you think leadership, the word, the definition, do you think it means how the leader leads? Oh, yeah. Isn't it, isn't it fun that the word leader is in the word leadership? So it's when a person, a leader, they have an ability to influence or guide or help a team of people. And when they do it and they're kind, I call that heart-centered leadership. Oh, what do you think of that? Do you think heart-centered leadership, that the leaders would be kind? 
Yeah. See how it all fits together? Yeah. It's kind of fun, right? Yeah. So do you ever daydream? Oh, uh, yeah. Can you share with us what you daydream about? Ginola's ice cream sundaes. Oh, well, that would be a fun, fun thing to daydream about, especially if it comes true, right? What do you think leaders daydream about? If you were a leader, what do you think you could dream about? Any ideas? No. How about different ways to be kind? Different ways to maybe speak or listen to people that you lead? Do you think those are important qualities? Yeah. Why do you think it's important that kind leaders should listen? Because um, nobody's going to want to follow the leader if they're not being kind to anybody. And what if I was speaking to you or you were speaking to me and we weren't listening to each other? How do you think that would make you feel? Upset. And why, why do you think we as people get upset when someone's not listening to us? Because it's not kind. It's not kind. Do you see how all this goes together? Yeah. That's pretty cool, right? And you're eight years old and you already know all this. That makes me smile. Tell me what makes you brave. My little sister. Your little sister makes you brave? Yeah. And I know her name is Paige. How does she make you brave? Because whenever I'm, I'm feeling nervous, she helps me. Isn't that nice? So she's really supportive. What do you think the word brave means? Do you think it means to be strong? Yeah. What other words come to mind when you think of what brave means? What about the word courage? Oh. Do you, yeah, think, when, do you think when you're brave that you show courage? Do you think you've ever been brave at some time at, in your life, whether it be at school or on the play yard? Did you ever feel brave where you had to get those? Maybe you had the, you said you were nervous or you had butterflies in your tummy and you thought to yourself, I need to be kind, but I need to have courage. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us something that when you, maybe you were a bit nervous and you thought, okay, I have to have courage and do this. Is there a story or a memory that you have where you, where you did that? On the first day of school. Tell us what happened. Since I was in a new school, I didn't know anybody, any of the teachers. And what did you do? Did you listen? And then your new teacher probably welcomed you and then, it, and then you didn't feel as nervous maybe? No. So would you say your teacher is a kind, heart-centered leader? Yeah. See how this all goes together? Mm-hmm. So kind leaders, they welcome people. They welcome a new student to a new school. And then it doesn't make it so scary. And then you're like, I was brave. <laughs> And this year, it's not a new school because you're going back, right? Yeah. Tell me a word or a few words. If I went to your friends at school and I said to them, tell me something that's really nice about Tegan. 
what would your friends say to me? What do you think their answers would be? Um, first, they have to get Paige out of my room before she makes a whole bunch of noise and start throwing everything on the floor. So what do you think your friends would say about you if I asked them? Um, probably that I really like gymnastics. And would they say that you're nice? Yeah. Would they say that you're kind? Yeah. So do you think that maybe you might be a leader someday? Maybe. Maybe. Do you have any idea right now at eight years old what you'd like to be when you grow up? Probably a babysitter. A babysitter for sure is probably going to be your first job. Well, what about after that? What do you, what kind of things, what subjects are you enjoying in school? And what are some of the things that you look at that you think, oh, maybe one day I'm going to be, what do you think the answer is to that? Do you have a few things that you're thinking about? Probably a librarian because I love to read. You do love to read. And I'm really happy about that. You are an avid reader for sure. And did you know that people that are heart-centered leaders are avid readers? So you're well on your way to being a heart-centered leader already. Look at all these things that are lining up for you. So let me think about some other questions that I could ask you about leaders. Do you think that a lot of people follow a leader who isn't nice? No. And why do you think that? It's because nobody's going to want to follow them if they're being mean to them. It's not a nice trait when someone is not being nice, whether it's the way they speak to you or like we were talking about before. If someone's talking to you and you're not listening, it doesn't make you feel very nice, does it? No. Does it make you feel like you're not valued in the conversation? Yeah. Exactly. And did you know that as human beings, we like to be seen and heard and we like to be valued, but we like to be validated. And that's kind of a big word. Can I tell you what that means? Yeah. So if we're having a conversation and we're talking about something that's really important to you, I validate you by listening And I thank you for sharing something with me, whatever you might have told me. But I also leave some room to say, do you want to tell me some more about that? Just to show you that I'm really listening. I'm listening with my, my heart. I'm listening with my ears. I'm listening with my eyes. And that's really important, isn't it? Yeah. Because we can always tell when somebody's not listening. And that's kind of yucky, isn't it? Yeah. Because then you don't feel valued, right? Mm -hmm. And you certainly don't feel validated because if they're not listening, what are they going to say to you? They won't say anything because they're not listening. Mm -hmm. So look how much you know about leadership already. Isn't that funny? Yeah. What other words come to your mind when you think about being a heart-centered leader? Hmm. Can I give you some heart-centered leadership qualities and you tell me yes or no if you think it belongs? Do you think a heart-centered leader is truthful? Yes. Yes, because if they weren't truthful, what would they be? Lying? 
they'd be lying. Good for you. Do you think a heart-centered leader is a good listener? Yes. Yes. And I think we've had a good chat about that. Do you think a heart-centered leader is an avid reader? Yes. And why do you think they're an avid reader? Because you told me. Well, but think about why you read. Why do you read? Because I like it. And because you learn. Every time you read, you learn something else, right? So is it fair to say then to be a leader, you keep, you keep reading so that you keep growing and learning as a leader? Would you agree with that? And that's what you're doing right now at eight years old. Would you, do you think that a heart-centered leader is trustworthy? Yeah. They are. Because if you don't trust someone, that's not a very good foundation, is it? No. Because mistrust is, is in line with lying. And that's not good leadership, is it? No. Do you think that a heart-centered leader is approachable? Don't know what that means, but I think it's a yes. Approachable means you're not afraid to come and talk to me about anything or ask me any question. So being approachable is really a good thing. So you are correct. Do you think a heart-centered leader has compassion? Yes. Yes. And what does what do you think compassion means? You can just tell me in your own words because I think you know what compassion is because I think you're a very compassionate person. It kind of is like when you care for someone. So if I, if I fell, I was riding my bike with you and I fell and I cut my knee, would you have compassion and care for me? Yep. You would, you would probably help me get a bandaid, wouldn't you? Yes. And then we get back on our bikes and keep riding because that's what you and I do. So what if you were compassionate as a leader, if somebody came to speak to you and they were kind of sad, do you think being compassionate is part of heart-centered leadership? Yep. So think about everything we've talked about. Being kind, listening, being compassionate. Again, when you put all of those together, do you see how many elements, or I'm going to call them We call them character traits, things that you have within your personality. Do you see how many you can have to be a kind, heart-centered leader? Yep. I actually learned about character traits in school. Well, please tell us what you learned. (laughs) Can you share a couple character traits with us? Sure. Selfish, mean, happy, sad. And which ones are your favorite? And which ones do you think belong in heart-centered leadership? (laughs) You said a couple of them. They were good. Let's review the list and see if they belong. So you said happy. That belongs, right? What was the next one? Don't remember. So think about character traits. Think about when your teacher taught them. Tell us a few that you remember that she taught you. Um. Selfish, happy, sad, mad, angry. Okay. So angry, do you think that belongs in heart-centered leadership? No. No. Mad? No. No. Selfish? No. No. Happy? Yes. 
Now, I want to go back and talk about mad because sometimes you can be mad, but can we change? Could we change the word to disappointed? Because sometimes as a leader, when we're fostering or doing heart centered leadership, sometimes we might get disappointed if something doesn't work out the way we had thought. Yeah. But we don't have to get mad about it. That's when we can, we can kind of get quiet because you and I talk about meditation because it's so good to quiet your mind, isn't it? Yeah. So when we quiet our mind, it allows us what we call clarity to think, to, to think and, and say, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed, but I'm going to try again. That's a good strategy, isn't it, for leadership? Yeah. It is. So you've learned about character traits already, and you're only eight years old. Yes. That's amazing. So let's say that you're a leader and you're leading a company. Let's, let's have some fun here and pretend. Good. You are running a company. What kind of company do you think you'd like to run? Do you sell something? What's something that you think would be really fun? Sell bath bombs. Sell bath bombs. There's a good company idea. What do you think would be really important as the leader of that company to do for your staff, the people that work for you? Maybe help them make bath bomb scent ideas. Come up with new fragrances and scents. And you'd be right in there helping them, right? Yeah. Because a good leader always helps their team. And what do you think would be a strategy that you would use to always be a good heart-centered leader to your staff? We've talked about all kinds of things. What do you think would be a good strategy, a good quality or character trait? Help them. Always help them. Not just when things are going good, but when things maybe go bad, because sometimes that happens, right? Yep. Do you think helping people is being a heart-centered leader? Yep. Absolutely, it is. So if someone makes a mistake or let's say somebody broke something when they were making one of the bath bombs, do you think that it would be really good to get angry and freak out? Or what would you do? I'd help them clean the mess up. Because people make mistakes, right? Yeah. That's being a heart-centered leader. I really like that. So I'm going to ask you some fun questions now, okay? I like to call these my my fab four, just four fun questions about you because you answered so many questions about leadership, which I knew you would, which is why I wanted to have you on the show. Okay, so tell us something that we don't know about you. I don't think you know this yet, but I really like helping my dad. You like helping your dad. And what does your dad do? He's a boat mechanic. He's a boat mechanic. So you're probably learning all kinds of fun things, right? So can you finish this sentence for me? Okay. Heart-centered leadership is? Being kind. Being kind. That's wonderful. Can you tell us, because I know you like to read, what is the most favorite book that you've ever read and why did you like it? I read the friendship bracelet one that I think it was Christine you said that like that one. And what did you like about it? Um 
I kind I liked it because you really like making bracelets. And and it sounds like a nice title with the word friendship in it. Yeah. That's awesome. So if you wanted our listeners on the podcast to remember one thing about Tegan, who's eight years old, what would you want that to be? That I love TikTok. You love TikTok. What do you love about TikTok? There's so many different TikToks you can do. And there's so many different subjects that you can look up. And I have found the most coolest recipes on TikTok. What has been your favorite thing that you've watched or taken away from TikTok? Um, I like the TikTok food things too. I do too. There's so many fun things. Well, I want to say thank you for coming on our show today. And do you want to know what the name of our podcast is? Yeah. It's called Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. Do you think that we're all imperfect? Yeah. We are. Tell me why you think we are. Because nobody's really perfect at everything. You sure know a lot for eight years old. Do you know that? Well, thank you for being on the show, my friend. And I look forward to seeing you become a heart-centered leader. You've been listening to the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. I'm Deb Crow. If you like what you heard today, please rate and review the show. And I'd love it if you'd visit my website at debcrow.com, where you can sign up for my newsletter and get access to the Heart-Centered Leadership Toolkit, all free of charge. Thanks for your time, and we'll see you again.